So, um, welcome back. Hello. And here we are, still uh, on quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are talking this week about healthcare workers, nurses, mm-hmm. getting attacked. Yes. And it kind of ties in with the quarantine and everything because, and I'm not saying that there's nobody else on the front line, because there is. Oh, yeah. Police, EMTs, grocery workers, all of you guys are doing a fantastic job, but nurses are out there and mm-hmm. we take a beating mm-hmm. on all kinds of levels. We take a beating. And it's kind of like just a, well, that's your job, right? which it is, which I don't, you know, God love them. People put out like, oh, we should be getting um, hazard, hazard pay. pay. No, we actually get paid to do this. We're not going in voluntarily. And, I mean, you know, we deal with some worse stuff than Corona. We deal with stuff all the time. Diseases and, and bacteria and things that are nasty. And that's, on a I daily mean, basis. we signed up for it. Right. We signed up for it. Right. Um, but I, so I don't, that I don't think is, you know, I think that's overboard. But it's, at the same time, yes, it's part of our job. We should be protected. Right. I didn't sign up to get punched in the face. Yep. That's or me. to not have the proper stuff to the do my job. The proper equipment to do yeah. my job, proper right. masks. And, you know, you yeah. expect to be able to have the stuff you need to do your job. Right. And then instead you're seeing people at Market Basket with it on and you don't have any at your own job. Right. Yeah, so, okay. We should so, just be protected. Yes, yeah. I think we should be protected. All right. So, um, you want to take it away some stats? Sure. So, um, again, we're talking about attacks on nurses. And according to the um, American Nursing Association, one out of four nurses are assaulted on the job. That's a huge, I mean, that's 25% yeah. of yeah. nurses are assaulted on the yeah. job. Um, this nurse, her name was her name's Angela Simpson. She's still a nurse. She started Silent No More in 2017. It's a a group for nursing that's like it. Yeah, we might get hit on the job, we might get attacked on the job, but we don't have to be like hush. Oh yeah, that's just part of it. Be right. quiet about and it. Not go say on. Anything. Um, so she's lob- she lobbies her state legislators um, to get more protection into place. Um, according to OSHA, approximately 75% of 25,000 workplace assaults that are reported annually are healthcare and social service related. Believe it. 75%. Believe it. Um, the National Crime Victimization Survey showed healthcare workers have a 20% higher chance of being the victim of workplace violence than any other worker. Mm-hmm. Um, the American College of Emergency Physicians reported 70% of their e- of ER docs have reported violent attacks, yet only 3% press charges. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's because it's, well, that's part of your job. It's patient. Right. Oh, he that's, this. So he was had this going on. Yeah, well, he was intoxicated, so yeah. he didn't know. And that's, you know, you had dementia. He had Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. which, yeah, you can give him a pass. But, but I mean, not that you're going to press, right. I wouldn't press charges on them either. Right. But, I but mean, then there's sometimes where a family might be mad. Right. They could attack you or the patient might be mad that, you know, I don't know, you, you didn't give them what they wanted. I mean, you, you didn't get the meds in time in the hospital. Yep. You don't give them their meds, and they're gonna lash out. Yep. Um, many nurses feel that bad language, threats, and violence is just part of the job, so they don't report it. They just mm-hmm. go on about their day. They just got hit across the face, and they go to the next patient. It's not part of the job. Right. It's not part of the job. Um, there's six steps nurses should take after being attacked. One um, is. This and this is from this Angela Simpson mm-hmm. that started the mm-hmm. silent anymore. Um, one is try to escape. If you can't, scream for help. Get help yes. in there because you could be in a patient's room and by you're yourself. Hear in one of the stories, one of the nurses did exactly that, yeah. and help did come. Yeah. Um, 
number two, create a barrier. If you're in a patient's room and they have you, like, get behind something, get behind the bed, mm-hmm. get behind the table, get behind the, get, keep Try yourself safe. something between the two of you. Until you can get help. Defend yourself is number three. Some people think you can't defend that's yourself the because that's your patient. Right. If they're attacking you, you can defend you yourself. Can defend yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like anybody, if you were being attacked on the street, you can defend yourself. You're being attacked mm-hmm. by your patient, you can defend yourself. Um, number four, report the incident. Most people do not report them. Or they might say to like, you know, oh my God, to the charge mm-hmm. I just got hit in the face. You know, like, but it doesn't go any further. Um, number five, take a leave. You have to get through the trauma. People, I mean, if you're seriously attacked... You're scared. You're scared right. to go back in a patient's room. You're scared to have the door closed behind. Like you close the door to give certain treatments and mm-hmm. change their clothes and give them a bed. Ba- You're afraid to do that stuff. So get get your head right, and then go, and then go back. You have to realize some of these nurses attacks too. The hospital garages, nurses attack. Yes, in the hospital garages. Yep. all the time. Mm-hmm. Where we work, we have to walk to our parking mm-hmm. lot. And I will say the hospital security is outstanding. Yes, they are. And they are patrolling as much as they can. Mm -hmm. And even at that, many nurses, at least three I've worked with in the OI, have been mugged walking that path trying to get to the garage. Yeah. So it's not just patients attacking you. People know there's a large crowd of people that Mm -hmm. work at that hospital Mm -hmm. and they're attacking them too in the garages and on the way to the parking lots. Right. And it's... It's scary. Yeah. It's frightening. And it yeah. scars you. And you've, if you're, you know, if you're thinking your whole shift, oh, now I got to get back to the ground. Now I got to do this. Yeah. Now I, okay, I got to close oh my this God. door. I mean, we spend. Is this patient going to lose their mind? Like I. We work evenings. And how often we're like, who am I going to walk with? Who's yeah. going to be with me? I need, you know, how many people are you going to walk with? And we don't walk alone. And it's like, yeah. you know, that's one of the stresses in the shift. It's like. Oh my God, who's, who's on tonight? Who yeah, wait, did everybody leave? Did I get stuck in a room? Yeah, and who's parked like, in the garage? Is somebody going to wait for me? Because I'm in a room. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know? So you, you got to get your head right first and then number six is get support and seek help um report it don't don't say nothing it is not you do not need to be take you don't need to take threats and violence against you from anybody from anybody um regardless of this situation or whatever you you don't need that no one needs that um some legislation that silent no more is proposing is any assault against healthcare workers must be a felony yep um, no less than two law enforcement officers must be present with offenders, which I we Prisons? have that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when a prisoner comes in, there's always two guards mm-hmm. where we are. Right. In our state, I would assume everywhere all over the state, not just right. our hospital, but so other places. Sometimes there's only one law enforcement agent. They want two at all times. Um, facilities must provide locator badges with panic buttons. So we have, we have panic buttons all over the place, like at our desks, in our locker rooms, rooms, in our, like kind of all over. And if I'm kidding, I'm not kidding you. If you accidentally like your chair, they're there in a second second and they're calling you and you're like, I'm sorry. Like you try to call before they get up, but they're on top of it. Our hospital security is excellent. They are the best. They are the best. Um, and they also want there to be anti-retaliation protections in place. Um, in the workplace so that nurses or hospital personnel receive the same basic rights as any other assault victim that they have the right to report to law enforcement because I guess some people get attacked they tell their manager and they're like you can't report that that's it it's HIPAA you can't talk about no it's not you were attacked you can you can report that um so yeah do you want to talk about yeah so I'll go with story first 
from this poor woman. I'm going to butcher her name because, you know, these French words. I am sad. It's really hard. They're really brutal. I wish you could just get on the page with the rest of the world phonetically. All right. So it's Lynn. I'm going to call her Trichilo. T-R-U-X-I-L-L-O. You take that with what you would like. Okay. So she's a nurse who works at Baton Rouge General Mid-City. On April 4th, 2019, she's working her regular shift where Jesse Galori, um, 54, of Lake Charles, is a patient. So according to WAFB Channel 9, Galori went into the nurse's station where he started some kind of an altercation with another nurse. So he's at the nurse's mm-hmm. station. He starts having it out with her. He becomes violent and he attacks that nurse at the nurse station. Oh, he pins her into the corner and he's like swinging at her. He's trying to grab at her. He's he's swiping at her. So at this point, Lynn comes in and she tries to pull him off the other nurse. Mm-hmm. He turns on Lynn. He takes her head and he smashes oh. her head on the desk. Oh, my God. Now she tries to run away. She falls, tears her ACL. Oh, my God. Um, the other nurses at this point have stepped in. Um, and after the attack, she goes to the ER. She's treated. She's released. They know she tears her ACL. She's going to need surgery for the ACL. Mm-hmm. On April 11th, she goes back to that same hospital she's attacked at. She goes to the ER. She's admitted to the ICU for trouble breathing. Oh, my gosh. She goes into cardiac arrest several times before she's pronounced dead that <gasps> evening. Yes. So the cause of the death is pulmonary embolism. Oh, man. It was determined that she died as a direct result yeah. of the injuries that she has sustained from the attack. Uh, she had gotten blood clots in her legs. She had some contusions in her head. Uh, autopsies show the contusions in her head and blood clots in her leg. Yep. On Tuesday, April 21st, 5th, Jesse Galori is arrested for manslaughter for the death of Lynn Trichilo. And the case is still pending. Oh, my God. Now, I used to redo the clinicals. And then we did a clinical in a psych facility. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget day one. This psych facility was a mixed ward. So mm-hmm. there's men and women in mm-hmm. the ward. I mean, there had to be a guy 6'6 in this ward. Mm-hmm. And they locked us in with the patients. The nurse's station was out. They wanted us to mingle and talk to the patients. <laughs> and I'm looking at this. Thing. Not in their room, like in the They were in the, the hallway. Common they room. were in the hallway. Yes. There was okay. one room we were told this man had attacked his roommate and killed him. Mm-hmm. We weren't allowed to go in that room. Thank God they had the foresight to keep us out of that room. But I was terrified. Yeah. And I always wanted to do psych nursing. Oh, no. And that no. experience, I was like, you yeah, know, because if I'm seven months pregnant and that six six guy decides to lose his shit mm-hmm. i'm done yeah i am done you are and the way they control them cigarettes oh yeah the cigarettes you're not gonna like, be able to go for your break you're not oh. gonna go for your cigarette break yeah. and they would line up it's not funny but it was funny they would line up at the door all of them with the cigarettes out mm-hmm. of their mouth and the nurse would light it as they would go up the door yeah. so they could go up the cigarette but they would calm right down if you were going to take their cigarette break away yeah. it's insane i've never seen anything like it but scared the shit on me yeah, and psych, we weren't allowed to go in their rooms. We could be in the common room. Well, and you could walk. They were just walking around. They were too, but if they were in their room and that was your patient you were supposed to be like with, yeah. you could not go into their rooms. You could talk to them from the hallway. You were right. not allowed because they didn't want you to be cornered. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's... Psych, it was scary. Psych nurses yeah. scary. Some scary shit. And I'll yeah. let you those nurses and then you're out there and you have some oh, stories they have to tell. Oh, Holy stories. moly. Yeah. Okay. So I take it over to you. Oh. That so, was a quick one. That was a just a quick one. I mean, yeah. this, you know what horrified me when I did the research on this? Nothing. How many nurse attacks there were? Oh, see, now I didn't think, I was like, there has to be more nurse attacks. Oh my this. God, I found a ton of them. And I, I mean, I found like, some, but I was like, there's got to be more stories than well, this. Well, I'll tell you, I bet you everybody who knows a nurse, that nurse has yeah. a story about being hit. Yeah. 
Um, all right, so I um, one of the ladies I did was Maria. I'm going to butcher her name too. Gaten, I'm going to yeah. say. G-A-Y-T-A-N. Gaten. 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 And I got this from statnews.com. Um, Maria is a nurse who works in the LA area as an ED nurse, an emergency room nurse. Um, one Friday night, EMTs bring in this very tiny but very intoxicated woman. She's extremely agitated and aggressive. She wanted to leave. She's screaming at the doctor. If you touch me, I'll kick your asses. Out of, like out of control. The doctor orders um, restraints for her since she's now threatening other people. Mm-hmm. He's put the restraints on her. So this patient's nurse asked Maria to come and help her put the restraints on. So we'll, when we restrain people, sometimes it's just wrist restraints. Sometimes it's full point restraints right. with wrists in your ankles. Um, and it's always by an order. They're observed. You have to watch them. Every you have to take them off. You every, new order. Yep. And you have to take them. I don't even, they probably yeah. changed it since I've done the floor, but like every two hours you had to take them off like one at a time, release yep. them, you know, make sure everything was all right. And it's for their safety and the safety of others. Right. It's not like a cruel thing. Um, people who get four point restrained, like they need to be, and you don't understand that until you've seen somebody completely out of control. Yes. They need these restraints. And honestly, it's usually more for their safety yeah, than because they're other people's safety. Themselves. They literally will rip like Foley's out yep. with a balloon yep. still up. You rip yeah, your urethra out. I mean, it's not. It ain't pretty. It's really bad. Um, anyways, <clears throat> so the other nurse asked Maria to come and help her with the restraints. Maria goes into the room. She's starting to put on her gloves. And she said, all of a sudden, while she's putting on her gloves, the patient's suddenly at the foot of the stretcher, kicking her nurse. So Maria runs over and she uses her forearm against the patient's chest to push her back down onto the gurney. Again, not hurting, you know, just restraining. Um, The patient started scratching Maria's face and neck, like she's scratching everything off. Um, Then Maria was obviously over her, trying Mm -hmm. to hold her down, and she had a stethoscope around her neck. And the patient grabs the stethoscope and starts tightening it around Maria's neck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Maria now Maria's like, okay, I can't really move because if I move her... Tightening's going to get tighter. So she couldn't really get away from her mm-hmm. at that point. So she wasn't really sure what to do. And thank God the bell of the stethoscope. So the, the pot you listen, you yeah. know, the pot you put on someone's chest came loose from her, from the patient pulling on it. So she lost her hand grip because she probably had like right. her hand resting against it. So it slipped off a little bit. So Maria got away when the bell slipped off. Um, she was beyond frightened. Obviously yeah. this woman strangling her. Um, she, after everything was all set, and I'm assuming the patient was restrained and medicated and everything, she went to her supervisor, like, can I go home? My neck is killing me. The scratches are burning me. Like, she had scratches all right. over. She's been assaulted. She's been assaulted. Um, she's told no. What? She has to stay and finish her shift. Yep. G-F-Y um, is my answer. I, yeah, I would have just G-F-Y. signed out. but Bye-bye. Um, she says, during the attack, no one called a code gray, which is their code for when they need help restraining a patient. Or um, It's an emergent re- emergency response team for a combative patient mm-hmm. at that hospital. Everybody has some, you know, every hospital has something. The security guard did not help, even though he could see that two nurses were being attacked. Oh, fucker. Yep. Chicken. Um, on her, well, I think, again, I think this goes back to... Well, that's the job. They had trying to restrain her. They restrain. If you see somebody getting the shit beat out yeah. of them, you step it's in. Strangled. Someone help, please. And your security. Our security guards wouldn't. Have Never. Oh my they god. Our securities. No. Um, on her way home, she couldn't even turn her head because her neck was so sore. Okay. Yeah. Um, she was out for six weeks with neck pain. 
She also got counseling for PTSD. Because she's probably petrified to work. This woman yeah. was strangling her. Yeah. Um, she still works, but she works on like a heightened alert all the mm -hmm. time. Um, she won't go into agitated patients' rooms alone. She always makes sure she has someone with her, which you probably should anyways. Um, she's much quicker to call security. Like, I think she probably like, it's like a knee jerk. Like if anything, like, I'm unhappy, call security, get security, in here. get security in here. This one's out of control. But you know what? If I were her too and know like, okay, oh, I was I'd being be, strangled by this person. I you probably didn't come wouldn't in. be working in the, uh, I know, I know. Um, and she doesn't work Friday and Saturday nights anymore because those Wild. are the nights that more intoxicated people come in. Mm -hmm. So they're more, you know, crazed. So she said that schedule change has affected her life though, because it's called fine. Cause financial problems because you get paid more to work weekends. weekend nights. Yeah. Weekend overnights, you get paid, a you know, more. a lot more money. Um, she now needs to have a sitter during the week because like her pr husband probably goes to work right, or something. Right. So she needs someone there with the kids where she didn't before. And, um, it takes time away from her family because now she has to probably mm -hmm. has to work more hours to make up for the pay differential. But that's her sacrifice to have a yeah. sane, you know, keep herself safe. Does it ever say what happened to the woman who did it? No. Oh. All right. I would think she got brought up on assault charges. But... Did you ever get hit by a patient? I mean, not intentionally. The thing is, where we work, patients will wake up violent. Right. Especially so like young fault. males, like yes. teenage males. And early I have 20 been, males. Um, punched in the face yeah. by a guy who had K-wires on his knuckles. Oh. So he had just finished his hand and he yeah. just cast it. I mean, I, it was a glazing blow, yeah. but I was like, holy mo And I've been groped oh, while yeah. they were waking up. Oh, I've yeah. had my ass groped. Yeah. Um, but often what you're doing is literally physically laying on the patient to keep them from falling off yeah. the bed because they're violent. And again, it's full. It's not, we're not laying on you because we're keeping you on a very we're tiny bed on you on tape so you don't fall yeah. off and break something. And trying to keep your hands from ripping the tube out of your throat that's right. helping you breathe or yeah. scratching, scratching your, your eyes. eyes and yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. That happens I'm, a lot. I'm constantly laying up yeah. people. That happens a lot. And again, it's not like a physical, they're not harmed in right. any way. It's just keeping them still. I mean, I know I've told you the story before, but I'm going to tell our listeners back in my EMT days mm -hmm. when I um, I was now done being an EMT and mm -hmm. I'm going to start working in the OR. And this is like my last shift. And it's a hot, hot summer night. Oh, boy. All right. So all the crazies are And I'm in a lovely city of little suburb of Boston that's a shithole. And uh, we're working, and we get called to this house for assault. Mm -hmm. So we go to the house. I'm like 19 years old. Skinny. I was cute. I had a body on me at the time. And I was adorable. Um, so we go to the back of these projects, and there's a guy sitting on the steps. And you can't tell if he's shit-faced or it's a head injury because he is completely intoxicated. Oh, and he's also been hit in the head with, I don't know, a chair or something. He mm -hmm. was fucked up. So he's already thrown up all Aww. over the steps in front of him. And we have to get him now to the hospital. So the story of what happened was he caught his wife cheating on him. Ooh. The boyfriend cracks him in the head. I think it was with the baseball bat. Ooh. Now the boyfriend is hiding in the hole somewhere. Oh. No, like they do, haven't found the assailant. Mm -hmm. So he has thrown up. He's verbally abusive, this and that. So I go to grab him to get him to the stretcher, mm -hmm. and he swipes at me. Mm -hmm. I'm surrounded by police, firefighters. I'm a little 19-year-old thing. Yeah. Woof! <laughs> the response these boys had was crazy. The next thing you know, this guy's on the ground. Yeah. My partner's like, you mother! <laughs> Gets the seat collar, yeah. wipes it through the puke, oh. 
sticks it on his neck. I was like, oh my God, this is disgusting. <laughs> and they cuffed him to the stretcher because he had swung at me and who knew how, and like, right. again, I don't know if he had a hit. I don't know what it was. As this is all going on, the assailant shows up in the guy's kitchen. Oh God. <laughs> it was great. That was like my last patient yeah. retrieval as an EMT. It was crazy. But like the police get a, like assault is a big thing and you don't see it coming sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's scary when it happens. Yep. So on that note, we're going to talk about Elise Wilson. She is a 65-year-old ER nurse at Harrington Hospital in Southbridge, Mass. Oh. This happened last year. Oh. She had been an ER nurse for over 35 years. Wow. I've only seen some shit. Yeah. So on June 14th, 2019, she's working as a triage nurse. Now, a triage nurse is the first nurse you're usually going to encounter in the ER. She's going to look you over. She takes your vitals, takes your story, takes your info, which puts you in a room and decides how important you are to be seen. Mm-hmm. So if you come in a hangnail, you're going to the back of the line. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's working as a triage nurse when a young man comes in complaining of wrist pain. Wrist pain. Okay. So Elise brings him into a room and she's sitting with him and she's asking him like, what's the crux? She was like, I remember asking him the spelling of his name because it was a bizarre name. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think we have his name and it's not bizarre, but she couldn't get the spelling of it. So, I mean, this stuck out in her head mm-hmm. that she was asking him about that. And then she's asking him about his wrist. She's like, it was a normal conversation I'm having with this mm-hmm. guy. So she's taking his vitals and she starts with his blood pressure. And she's noticed like he's got this really bizarre look on his face and he's looking all around the room. And Oof. she's like, mm, something's not right with this guy. She's like, so when he goes into the regular ER, I'm going to notify the nurse. And she's, so usually in triage, you're sitting at a desk and they're sitting beside you mm-hmm. as you're doing your vitals and stuff. So... Um, she's like, he's antsy, he's anxious, it's just bizarre. So she starts writing these notes down to tell the ER nurse that there's something up with this guy. But mm. when she turns back, he's not in the seat anymore. Mm. Uh, she turns in her seat, and now he's standing in front of her, blocking her between the desk and him. Like, she can't get out now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he punches her in the yeah. head. And when she turns back again to look at him, he has a knife in his hand. Oh, my God. She is now, at this point, screaming and banging her feet on the ground. She's like, I'm screaming, I'm banging my feet on the ground. I'm, and this, these are her words from Boston.com. This is her mm-hmm. telling the story. Um, and she's like, I'm trying to make as much noise as possible because the triage is a little separate from mm-hmm. the rest of the ER. And someone did hear and grab oh, security. God. While she is screaming, the guy is stabbing <gasps> her on the right side of her neck. She raises her left arm to protect her face and neck. And she she's like, I felt the first blow to my arm. I didn't, but there were more. Like, yeah. he is going at her with this oh knife. Oh, my God. She doesn't remember the security guard coming in. Um, she's like, but all of a sudden, the, the attack was over. And when it did, she's trying to get up and leave. Um, she said, but when she tried to get up, her left arm just falls beside her and doesn't do anything. Uh, she says she could see a sheet of blood coming out of her arm, like just mm-hmm. sprouting out of her arm. So she runs into the ER trauma room and she lays on the bed where the doctors and nurses start attending her. Uh, and then after that, she doesn't remember. So from there, the they get her ready for med flight. And she's med because Harrington is like a, a tiny little hospital. Mm. She's med flighted to UMass Medical Center. She had sustained a severe neck wound and doctors gave her a trach because of the no. swelling. They were worried that um, she wouldn't be able to breathe. Yeah. Her brachial artery had been completely severed. Oh, my God. I have to flip my page for a second. That's there. all your blood to your arm. Yep. No. Yep. You can lose your arm by that. I mean, she, it wouldn't have happened if she wasn't in the ER, but if she had been on the street, she'd be dead. Yeah. So her brachial artery is completely severed as well as nerves that helped with arm function. 
The artery nerves had to be repaired, but they told her it would take a lot of time to see if she would actually get function of that arm mm-hmm. back. Uh, the next thing she remembers is waking up in the ICU. And she explains like it was really hard for her to be a patient. Yeah. She's like, I had her draw on a whiteboard. I couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. She said the nurses were amazing. I was one of their own. They took care of me. Mm-hmm. She's like, but it was really, really hard to be on the other side of that. Yeah. Um, so now they're working on Elisa's law, which will require healthcare employers to create and implement workplace violence protection plan. Mm-hmm. Connor O'Regan, so that's why she, I don't know, maybe he spelled it different. So Connor o- O'Regan, mm-hmm. 24, of Southbridge, is facing charges of assault and battery with a dangerous weapon resulting in bodily harm, assault and battery with a dangerous weapon resulting uh, for a victim of 60 and older. Oh. Look at, I get assaulted. I don't want them for a 60-year-old ever. I don't care how old I am. I don't care if I'm 95. Don't let them do that. Um, an armed assault to murder of a victim. Um, an armed assault of, to murder a victim. Yes. 60-year-older. You make sure they take that 60-year-older out. All right? I won't let them I will them. be horrified. Okay. I mean, it's bad up and stabbed on my job. You don't have to say how old I am. Yes. He claims he attacked Elise because he was upset with his prior treatment of his wrist injury. Three weeks before. Well, that's a good, Three that's weeks a good reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he heard voices coming from the television and the radio telling him to be a warrior before he attacked her. Okay. So clearly this man's a few fries short of a mm, full stack. He's a little psychish, do I think? A little. I, and I would not be surprised if a lot of these attacks are yes. psych issues. Yes. Um, but that's some scary shit. That's to be stabbed. Terrifying. You know, that's that's some scary. And when you look at, she's got huge scars on her arm. This poor little old lady, huge scars. So that's Miss Elise. Oh, poor Elise. All right, my last one. I got this information from NBCChicago.com. Oh, NBC Chicago. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Chicago. Again, I'm probably not going to say this guy's right name right, but whatever. We we put your names like it's a fucking apple. It's like our job. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, So, Taiwan Salters of Chicago, age 21. Oh, was yeah. taken from Kane County Jail to Delnor Hospital on May 8th, 2017. He had eaten part of his prison issue sandal. <laughs> I didn't expect you to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what, he had acid mushrooms? Oh, yeah. no, his sandal. His sandal. Okay. His prison issued sandal. <laughs> not, not to be confused not with Burks, just a, yeah. which have cork. No. Okay. Um, and needed surgery to have it removed. Leave it in there. He'll shit it out. Get what, guess what he was trying to do, Nicole? Get out? Yeah. 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 Um, he had a court appearance scheduled for May 17th. So oh, he yeah. didn't, you know, he wanted to get out. We get a lot of the prisoners in swallowing weird shit yeah. to get out of the hospital for five minutes. Well, he didn't, he wanted to get out. Like out, out. Like escape. Like he was, it was out. Yes. Okay. Um, he had been charged with possession of a stolen motor vehicle. So you get a lot of time for. No, you're not. In Chicago? And ca- for cars? For cars, it's nothing. Oh, no. I think they go Compared for- to murder. I mean, well, yeah. dude's already in. Um, Probably got a little time served if he didn't eat that sandal. Mm. Um, as Taiwan is recovering in the hospital some days later, he had gotten up to go to the bathroom. The guard let him, you know, unshackle him. Because oh. you're shackled. If you're a prisoner, yep, you're you shackled are. in the hospital, whatever. He unshackles him. He goes to the bathroom. He comes back. And he somehow convinces the guard, I'm probably going to have to go again really soon. So he didn't reshackle him. Oh, that guy's fired. Yep. So he's unshackled and then suddenly gains control of the officer's gun <gasps> and begins his escape oh, attempt. Oh, motherfucker. Yep. 
after he got after Taiwan got the gun from the officer, the officer, another one I love, <laughs> runs down the hall into another patient's room and hid. Are you kidding me? Nope. Taking no action to regain that his man gun. That wins the prize of pussy of the year. Yeah. The other one was bad. The security guy that watched the lady get beat up. This is even worse. This guy ran and hid. Hid? Maybe correctional officers, not the job for him. No. Taking zero action to regain his gun or protect hospital employees. Like, didn't alert. Like, I can't. He's got my gun. Like, nothing. Like, literally speechless. Yep. Speechless. Yep. So, Taiwan leaves his room. Um, Is he still wearing half the sandals? I'm thinking they probably didn't let him have the sandals. All right. After he ate them. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Taiwan then enters a nursing office and takes, there's a nurse in there. He takes her hostage. That would be me. That would be me. That would I'm be Ola. snack some chocolate yeah. before I go to the next room. That would be me. Um, then he made her take off her clothes oh. so he could wear them to escape because he doesn't have clothes. He's oh, in a Johnny. Yeah. So she's probably in scrubs. So what, yeah. you know, I can put the scrubs on. Um, he threatened her and physically and verbally abused her while doing this. Another nurse walks into the office, not knowing that he's in there, because no one still has alerted that this guy has this cop's gun. Um, not cop, correctional yeah. officer. Um, another nurse then comes in the office. Um, so Taiwan... That would let, be you, Laura. Yes. Well, See what I'm really on. out of luck. <laughs> Taiwan let the first nurse leave and took the second nurse hostage. Why? I don't know. He moved her to a decontamination room on the same unit. Um... Where he kept her for more than three hours. Oh, no. During these three hours, he repeatedly beat her, forced her to take her clothes off, threatened her life, verbally abused her, violently raped her, and held her at gunpoint. That's terrible. Yeah. At some point, the nurse convinces Taiwan to let her make a phone call. I don't know how, but she convinces him. You know who she called? Do you know what she did with this phone call? Not 911. Not hospital security. The staff to alert them to escape. She had to do it. She called and told people, get out. I'm going to bring him through this building this way. Because he was trying to escape. So the whole time he's trying to get out. And he can't so she's, it's... I'm going to walk him through this way. Leave those units. Right. So she saves everybody in the hospital. Oh, this nurse has been beaten and raped. And... Where's the dumbass security guard? So, Hiding in the bedpan? Where the hell is he? I know. So, um, so she knows that part of the hospital is evacuated. So that's where she walks him through. Because knowing uh, no one's going to get hurt After if he walks this way. Yes, and this is that's what her first thought was as a nurse: as I have to save these people. Right. Um, so no, negotiations had been ongoing throughout these three hours. Like a, they were calling him, or what? Mm-hmm. They knew that there was a situation here, and there was a hostage. But the negotiations obviously failed. So she walks him through to whatever pack she wanted to get him to. Um, a SWAT team and enters there. So, hmm, he would have. Not really got that much time for a car. But now he's Oh, now he's done. Race, rape, assault, like... Hostage, like kidnapping. Don't... I mean, what do you call that? I then? just can't. Yeah. Well, don't worry. A <laughs> SWAT team <laughs> comes you won't in. have to. Yeah. A SWAT member shot Taiwan, and another SWAT member was shot in the vest, but wow. uninjured. Um, Taiwan is killed. Oh, so he didn't do any time. No time. Um, the two nurses filed a lawsuit against the guard, King yeah. County... And Apex 3 Security. They filed, um, you know, not like, oh, I want money. So this doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. Because it was all, it all could have. That security guard, shameful. It's, yeah. Security guard, sorry. Correctional officer. Correction. So. Shameful. Yeah. Um, so Kane County Sheriff's Office is reviewing its policies, procedures, and protocols, including transport of detainees and how they are guarded outside 
of jail when they are at the hospital or court mm-hmm. or wherever they have to be. And that's that story. So, and the news reported that as, you know, the, that guy was killed. Mm-hmm. Taiwan was killed. The SWAT officer was shot, but, oh, you know, okay. Nurses. nurses were uninjured. They were beaten and raped. Uninjured. And, you know, we could have gone into prison nurses. Oh, who Jesus. Had been yeah. Beaten and raped. Yeah. And what those women face mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Like, holy but shit. But it's just, it's like another one of those things like, that's not part of your job. Yeah. To get, to get raped. Have to be stripped in front of somebody, have a gun held yeah. to you, be beaten, be abused. That's rape. No, that's, that's not a, part of our job. That's a terrible story. That's an awful story. That's but that's what she did is, yeah, she I'm going to help these people out. I'm going to save could, these people's Because he was lives. busy hiding, you know, Nana's room. Yeah. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy, yeah, that's a crazy story. Yeah. Well, I did talk to one friend who's a nurse and I was asking her, I'm like, you haven't been assaulted? You know, I was all the way over here. And she's like, well... So I was thinking of one, and she tells me this one. She's like, there was this little old man. <laughs> She's like, he had dementia or Alzheimer's or whatever. She goes, you know, and I leaned over him, and she has beautiful blonde hair, long blonde hair. She's like, I had, how she word it? I had a 10-year-old coming from my ponytail or whatever. She goes, and he's, like, caressing my face. And she's like, oh, and I'm thinking so sweet. She goes, and he, lo- like, loops his finger around the 10-year-old. Oh. And yanks it. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, my God. She's like, tweaks my neck. I was mess the rest of the shift. But she was telling me, I mean, she's got so many stories, but one of them was a patient wasn't getting the pain meds they wanted mm-hmm. and used his IV like a bat, his IV pult. Ooh. And was hitting the wall and like anybody coming in, like he was ready. Yeah. But, and I'm just thinking like, who deals with this? Right. We don't. Who deals with like, this on a daily basis, right. you know? Yeah. That's not part of the no, job. No. It's just crazy. Like like I said, I mean, we are constantly laying on patients and getting mm-hmm. kicked and poked and prodded and stuff. And like you do it because they're asleep and they, they come out of it. Not you don't right. know what you, what's it's, going yeah. on. But um, we had one guy come in and uh, they had warned us this guy's violent. Mm-hmm. He's gonna wake up violent. Yeah, I'm like. Okay, they're like, you got to call security before he gets up. You're going to restrain him before he gets up. Bop, 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 bop. He's going to be violent. I'm like, okay. And we had um, one of the best anesthesiologists mm-hmm. in the room. I love this guy. Some people, like, they can get frustrated with him. I love him, and I think he is one of the best anesthesiologists I know who you're talking about. I've ever worked with. You don't even have to. Exactly. I know who you're talking about. He's fucking yeah. amazing. He is very good. And he's working with this little shit of a new anesthesiologist who has no idea who she's working with. Mm-hmm. Like... These new people coming in. I think they me crazy. blow him off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he has more experience. And he's a, lot a better anesthesiologist. A lot of the yeah. older guys, they blow off. And these guys have experience. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't let anybody else touch me yeah. with these guys. Yeah. All right. So he's like, um, we're going to wake him up slow. Mm-hmm. We're going to wake up real slow. I'm like, okay. And when he said real slow, usually when somebody's waking up from anesthesia, what is it? Like 20 minutes maybe? Yeah. We're talking like an hour. Yeah. He is. And she's like, can I, can I extubate him now? Well, can I extubate now? And she's being all fucking snot. I'm getting a real puncher in the face. Impatient. And I literally couldn't believe how she was speaking to him. And he's like, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. And I'm telling you, there's three huge security guards in the room. Mm-hmm. I'm shitting my pants. I'm like getting curl legs. I'm like, how are we going to tie this guy down? Because no. he's a big bastard. I'm like, where am I going? I'll take some feet. No feet kicked. Do I want it on? What am I going to do? Yeah. And he's, and it's taking time. It's taking time. And he's like, okay, now we're going to pull. She's like, oh, I can pull the tube now. And I'm oh. thinking, I'm going to punch yeah. you right in the face. He pulls the tube. Mm-hmm. 
the guy's like, <sighs> and goes right back to sleep. <laughs> never, he never flinched. He didn't blink. He snored as they took him to the recovery room. I was like, it was unbelievable. Yeah. And I was like, I looked at her. I'm like, and that's why mm-hmm. we took it that slow. Yeah. You little asshole. Right in there. Listen next time. Listen, you little bitch. Um, yeah. So that was amazing. I was very yeah. impressed. I'm always impressed by those, the, the uh, older guys. That, they yeah. just, they know they're everything excellent. and they're just, yeah. I love them. When um, I was in clinical as a surgical tech, I was in this hospital that I did not like. I was like, I will, I'm not going to work here. It's a, another Boston hospital, but like everyone was angry. All the time. It was just like a bad time yeah. there. So I was like, oof, it's bitchy. <laughs> and they would fight with each other it was just like a not it was really not a good environment and i was like um but anyways so this patient was going to sleep and i was scrubbed because i was it was my surgical tech um training and i'm scrubbed and at my table so i'm like away from the patient because i'm sterile and um the nurse is standing and i don't remember what the patient was upset about but he was upset about something and whatever and she's talking to him and he picks she's on his left and he picks his right arm up and slugs her in the face oh so she down on the ground. I was like, oh my god, like, ow, ow. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. Like, I'm, I'm a student. I'm brand new. Like, I was like, oh shit, oh shit. You know, the person. Oh my god. They all run in and get her and get her up and get her out of the room. I was like, oh yeah. my god. But he, it wasn't like a wild wake up. It was, he he was awake. upset about something. Yeah. Nailed her in the face. Right out on the ground. I was like, oh my god. you remember the kid we had? You know the kid I'm going to bring up. Yeah. Um, He was like. I want to say the town, but that'll probably no. know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he was typical of the area where he was raised. Yes. Let's just say that. All right. He'd been stabbed in the stomach, so mm-hmm. he's got his intestines sitting on his stomach. Mm-hmm. And I usually, when we get a trauma patient in, I try to focus on the patient mm-hmm. because everybody else is at them, but nobody's talking to them. Yeah. The anesthesia's talking to each other and trying to get them to sleep and getting lines and surgeons are in there trying to shave and get things mm-hmm. ready and nobody's paying attention yeah. to them. So I'm standing in his armpit. And I know that sounds weird because you can't picture it, but when you're on the OR table, you're laying with your arms out. Yeah. So I am standing beside him in his armpit, mm-hmm. basically. And anesthesia is at the head. They have an oxygen mask on his face mm-hmm. and they didn't put oxygen in it. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't turn I, the I don't know if it was disconnected or something. I forget. Whatever it was something reason, wrong. it wasn't working. Yeah. So, and he knew, the anesthesiologist knew it wasn't working, which means he probably should have taken the mask off this kid's face. So this kid's getting very claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. And he's like, get the fucking mask off my face. Get this fucking mask off my face. And then the anesthesiologist, not his um, most stellar moment, says, oh, the oxygen isn't on. <laughs> so the kid's like, I'm not a fucking rocket scientist but i know you need fucking oxygen in the masks and i'm like oh my god he's gonna punch me yeah. and he's he literally had taken the mask off his face and he's yelling this at me mm-hmm. he's yelling at me and i'm like okay listen yep you are correct mm-hmm. and i'm thinking the whole time please don't hit me please don't hit me. i'm like you're right you're right they're just trying to help you getting excited isn't gonna help it all it's doing is pushing your intestines further on your stomach <laughs> Calm. I didn't even say calm down because I that hate makes, when I'm upset. Somebody tell someone me, tells me to calm down. I was just down. like, was like we're good. doing the best we can. You are right. Yes, you are right. And I was just like, please don't hit me. Please don't hit me. He lost his shit. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, they're hitting them with the drugs, <laughs> trying to get them to sleep. And the two of us are like, oh my god, that's <laughs> not good. That was not good. And I walked out to that anesthesiologist afterwards, and I was like, listen, dude, yeah. never say that out loud. No. If you know there's no oxygen going through, don't 
say what you're thinking. Yeah. Because they were awake. You guys forget they yeah. were awake. And he's panicked already. He's yes. been stabbed. His guts are out. Like, don't <laughs> give him anything like, else. Oh my God, I'm going to die right here in yeah. room 30. <laughs> Oh my god not good that yeah was not good not good at all yeah i thought he was gonna swing too yeah and then you get the prisoners in prisoners always freak me out i, I don't I like don't them why. i mean i don't know why i told you i made the guy like loosen his handcuffs so yeah maybe after these stories I won't, we had the guy he they brought him into something stupid i felt his fucking toe was infected or something and uh He's like looking at me. I'm like, oh my god! I just felt so dirty. I'm like, oh, keep putting the weight. You know, I don't want to be in this room. Spencer killing me. Yeah. He's probably thinking right now. I'm he's gonna dismember my body. Yeah. So anyway, that being said, um, being abused and physically assaulted is not part of the job we signed on for in nursing school no. by any means. No. So um, definitely report it and mm-hmm. take care of yourselves and. Kind of try to know the signs. You can tell sometimes when people are winding up. Right, like sometimes that lady knew, like, there's something wrong. Yeah. He's not acting right. There's right. something. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes no. you can. Um, and, and work out. Look out for your fellow coworkers. Yeah. Um, don't go hide in somebody else's room and lock the door and not no. tell anybody. Which the nurses didn't seem to do. Nurses would never do that. No. Nurses would never do that. No. No. I love that. That was what she did. Like, I'm like, that's what you did. You didn't call you husband right. and saying like you know i'm okay but this is you know but you know what i nothing. think part of nursing too is critical thinking yes she knew what she had to do right like you're because you're already there you're four steps ahead of yeah. what am i going to do how am i going to fix this where am i going to get it what am i going to do mm-hmm. how am i going to you know yeah um okay so on All that right. note be I'm careful reiterate leave us some reviews we'd mm-hmm. like to hear from you leave us some stories we'd like to hear from you we'd like to read them i enjoy reading stories from you listeners yes because it also lets me know there's other people listening besides me and my mother um <laughs> and my mother <laughs> and your mother um and we're getting ready for mother's day and father's day and as i've said in the last episode it means things up the orifices so please if you have any good um items that have been up there like mm-hmm. rubber ducks let me know mm-hmm. and we can uh incorporate that in our mother's day episode yes. which believe it or not is right around the corner and hopefully I won't be quarantined anymore. I can actually wrap my arms around my mother. I know. I feel because so I haven't seen her in weeks. I know. Because uh, I'm afraid to give her this. I walk. I walk there, and then we stand six feet apart. I've stood on the sidewalk while she's on the porch, and she's like, "Can't you come in?" I'm like, "No, no, I, I can't." What told you? Just yet. <laughs> what are you not getting? <laughs> um, okay, so just think we're almost over. This this quarantine's almost over. Thank God. All right, keep it up, and um, let us hear your stories and your reviews. Bye. Bye. Like, subscribe, rate, and review. The Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.